freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to our number two of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, this is our double tap of SHOT Show. Last week, uh, we had lots of mystery interviews, people that uh, we've run into on the SHOT Show floor, people whose booths we visited. Um, And this is a continuation because we were able to interact with so many people that we actually probably have another full show worth of interviews uh, that we're going to be posting soon. But um, today is our double tap, kind of using a little bit of gun lingo, Dan. Yeah, I'm not too, I don't go for that too much. You know, <laughs> you don't I like shoot the lingo. my gun, I shoot my gun, <laughs> I pull the trigger. If I sh- pull the trigger twice, I shot twice. <laughs> I no. don't double tap. No. 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 But do you like do you like pew pew like Yehuda Reamer the pew pew Jew? I love. I think that's super cute. I do like pew pew. Okay, that that's the kind of lingo you can live with. I yeah. When it's fun, I can I can live with it. But yeah, double tap. Oh, it's good for a name of a show though. <laughs> that's true. Probably somebody out there has uh, the show named Double Tap. So uh, we are leaving it a mystery who we are bringing to the show today. So we just need you to stick around because I had a list of 40 names, 40 people I was going to try to connect with over the, it's really three and a half days of SHOT Show. And uh, I didn't get to all 40, but I did hit 20. And they are really Uh, Just amazing people who are doing important work. Um, Some of it's advocacy work. Some of it is, you know, having to do with the tools and equipment of the trade. Uh, Some are authors, right? I mean, all manner of different people. So I really want you to stick around and uh, just enjoy each interview as it comes up. So last week we called it the mystery, the magical mystery tour of SHOT Show, and this week um, it's just double tap, so I can tease Dan, because yeah, he doesn't like lingo. And as as long as we do these SHOT Show um, programs right now, I don't have to show Cheryl the checkbook until we're completely done. <laughs> so we may stretch this out even more you, than three you episodes. You think I'm distracted. You, you think it's cute that you think I'm distracted. I am not. I know that. uh, But you know what? I know when you are burning down our checkbook and melting pens down, that it's because you are bringing the latest and greatest, uh, the equipment, the accessories, uh, the the stuff that we need to serve our customers and our clientele the best. So I I know it's, it's important work. It's scary sometimes when you get those invoices. Now you realize you just said that on the air? Yeah, I could use I, this as evidence? I know. I don't know why I did that. I'm sitting in front of a microphone and I said that out loud. Yeah, there's something wrong. What was one of the favorite things that you got to do while we were in Vegas? Was it the dinner that we had with a bunch of great people? Was it uh, industry day at the range where you're out there testing, test firing a lot of the fire? Firearms. Well, since we have a mic in front of us, I'll say being with you that oh, week, Cheryl. The yeah. whole week no of being No, for reals with you. now. I can't because you you see a piece of candy and you go eat it and then there's another one next booth and it's tasty too. And it's just like, it's on and on and on. It's like you need a couple of weeks after the show to go back and say, yeah, that was cool. That was the one. Oh, wait, no, this is the one. Yeah. No, it's all good. Everything about it is good. And you like to spend your first day on the the lower level floor, the smaller companies, right? Right. I want to know about the new products or the, the, the small companies 
the people that are just now getting out there and they're making the guns and they 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 didn't have enough time to get a booth mm -hmm. or you got to wait your time you know two or three years mm -hmm. and there's a lot of cool products out there like the 22 caliber credit card mm -hmm. that you know it's a new credit company card gun, yeah. a sized gun and uh one of our team members because we took the divide and conquer approach so one of our team members was going to those smaller booths the newer companies and doing individual interviews and those are going to definitely be on our social media so i would highly recommend checking out both AZ Firearms on all the social media platforms as well as Gun Freedom Radio and of course our brand new channel on the brand new platform called GunStreamer.com. Yes, I'm really excited about that. Again, you can only take bits and pieces when you're at the show, but you bring that back and look at it and I, I'm excited that this evening I'm going to research that and I'm going to make sure that I do my part with that to help it get strong. And it's like the new YouTube Right. But it's gun-friendly because it's called GunStreamer.com. So check that out. Stick around. We have tons of great interviews. And I'm just going to let you discover them as the show plays forward. Also, we have a new product coming in. It's ammo that traces, but it doesn't burn a, a phosphate color at the back. It's... Glow in the dark. Glow technology. in the dark and ammo. You know what? It works. Mm -hmm. So uh, be sure to check our website out for that. We'll have some uh, videos of that and uh, the product it will be here next week. Fantastic. All right. Stick around. Don't move a muscle. Don't miss a minute of today's show right after these messages. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner, huge selection, and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event, taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest value for guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com or visit us off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event. Now through the end of the month at azfirearms.com. identified as having firearms in their household. 
that was the people who revealed it to CNN, right? Because you know, and I know, that mostly when somebody asks you, are you a gun owner? The answer is, who me? Yeah, right? Uh, well, maybe not you and me. But <laughs> that's right. For most people, that's the answer. Exactly, yeah. because we just don't usually reveal that. Um, but I think that that's wonderful for people to really realize, and there's so much language out there that we, I think, lazily tend to use, where we're like, oh, the left hates guns. Oh, the Democrats hate guns, right? And you are living proof, and all of your members are living proof that that is not always the case. And we really should get a little bit of smarter and a little bit more connected to our fellow man, and rather than making these huge divisions, right. by using our language sloppily and lazily, get to know you as a person. You get to know me as a person, exactly. right? Find out what we have in common. Right, right, absolutely. And I mean, even just walking around the show, I've met so many people who've said, and I have one of your cards, I want to know about your organization. I'm a liberal, but I don't tell anybody in the industry. And that's silly. I mean, everybody knows where I stand. And the Second Amendment's for everybody. I mean, we talk about this a lot in my organization, and I talk about this when I go and speak. Every single person deserves every single civil right. That's what we do. Absolutely. And, you know, we're standing in a booth that is not Gun Freedom Radio, that is not the Liberal Gun Club, but is Walk the Talk America. So talk to us about why would we choose this particular place to have our conversation. So Michael Soldini, who is a member of the industry, has started this organization called Walk the Talk America, and it fits really well with what the Liberal Gun Club's mission is. We are very, the, the Liberal Gun Club, we care about root cause mitigation. Going, big word. Wait, that was three big words. What was that? Root cause mitigation is looking at the cause of a problem. If we banned every gun tomorrow, we wouldn't solve what's wrong with what creates the violence, with what brings people to commit suicide, with what causes these issues. At the Liberal Gun Club, we say, don't ban an AR. A, it doesn't do anything. But B, it doesn't solve the underlying problem. Well, Michael Soldini has started Walk to Talk America, and Liberal Gun Club is really proud to support and partner with them. Because Walk the Talk America is about bringing the stigma of mental health treatment to an end and getting the firearms world really involved with the mental health world and bringing those worlds together. That is one of the best types of root cause mitigation we can do. We all know two-thirds of gun deaths are suicides. If we can, in the industry, work to help that, to destroy the stigma, to make people understand that if you need to go get a prescription for Zoloft, you're not going to lose your arms. These are the things that the industry needs to work on, and Walk the Talk America is really walking that walk. They really are. And um, I was chatting with Michael Sodini earlier, the founder of Walk the Talk America, and I was saying, you know, uh, depression, mental health issues, it's an equal opportunity offender. Right? It doesn't care what your political leanings are, right? Right. So we should care less about what our political leanings are and find those places that we can connect as human beings because that is really uh, where the ball moves from, right? And we stay so divided on whatever lines, whether it's political lines or I think guns are good, you think guns are bad, whatever the case may be, then we are missing those opportunities to connect as human beings and to, to help each other through whatever it is we're going through. Exactly. And, and so one of the things I want to say is that if you go to the Walk the Talk America website, there's a free mental health screening tool on that website. It's also anonymous. Yes. You can check if you feel like you're having an issue. It will send you to um, all sorts of, of resources for you. If you know that a family member is in crisis or you feel like you're in crisis and you want a list of resources, if you go to the Liberal Gun Club's website, we have an entire list of mental health resources. That's amazing. That's amazing because, I mean, we already know, okay, so again with the political, there are stigmas that apply to whichever side of the aisle you would subscribe to, right? Right. Of the spectrum. Then guns. Well, there's stigma applied to gun ownership. Right. Then mental health. 
there's stigma applied to mental health. And then an organization like Walk the Talk America, it just levels the playing field. It absolutely does. And, and it's such a great thing to see groups in the industry. Really, the industry is changing so rapidly, even over the past two years. It's been a huge change. And to see groups like Walk the Talk America and Liberal Gun Club and other organizations who we don't reach the traditional in a lot of ways, but we're working on that. That's our outreach. So let's reach out to the more traditional and say, hey, here's things that we can help with. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you so much, Lara. I know you have a busy, busy show. Thank you for taking a few minutes to talk with me and with our audience. And I just want to have you tell folks, how can they find out more about the Little Gun Club? How can they get connected with Walk the Talk America? Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Fabulous Las Vegas, and I am here with my friend Mark Hanish. He has just gotten an amazing promotion. Congratulations! So Mark is the take a breath. I'm gonna have to get this all in in one. The president of Global Commercial Sales and Marketing of Ammo Inc. Congratulations! Thank you, Cheryl. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And so this is an Arizona-based company. Yes. Uh, which is nice because we both live in Arizona, right? Yes. You know, and, and in this industry, so a lot of times you have to travel for work. It is really nice to be at such a good company in my hometown. Yeah. I, I love that. And we love when manufacturing comes to Arizona and, and grows from Arizona because our gun rights are amazing there, so to have an ammo company manufacturing there. I love seeing, and I think it's Guns and Ammo rates the, the freedom of the states for gun rights, and Arizona is number one all the time. All the time. We can't, we gotta hold the line though, we can't get lazy, but we digress. So getting back to Ammo 
Inc. So what exactly is Ammo Inc.? I see a lot of really cool names behind you here on the board, but what is Ammo Inc. and other than Ammo, clearly, and what makes this company really special? Technology. In one word, technology is it. Ammunition has been unchanged for a century, pretty much. And when the, the folks started Ammo Inc. about two years ago, their main drive was to disrupt the ammunition industry with adding technology to it. So the first thing they did was found a technology and acquired the patent, and that's what we use in our streak ammunition. So, what that is... This is super cool. I Pay attention one, right now. I have now. one of them here. This streak technology we apply to the base of the projectiles, and when you shoot it, the gun goes bang, the muzzle flash, charges up the compound on the rear, and then you can see it glowing. So as the projectile is flying down range, you can actually see where your bullet goes. We're talking glow-in-the-dark ammo, people. <laughs> okay? How much cooler does it get than that? So it's super effective in low light, nighttime, you know, in low light situations. And it is great on indoor ranges, like we talked about. Some people would think of, some people may have seen like tracer ammunition in the past. Well, that functions off of a compound in the rear actually burning and on fire. So you're not allowed to shoot it at any indoor ranges. It's a, a fire hazard to shoot it outside. With this, it just glows and that's it. You can shoot it indoor ranges. There's nothing burning, nothing hot. We've taken, to prove that fact, we've taken hay bales, doused them in gasoline, and shot them into there. Like, it doesn't get any drier and more flammable than this. Right. And it, it's it's no warmer than right. a standard projectile. Right, and because there is nothing actually heat producing in there. Nope. It's strictly a glow-in-the-dark. It, it absorbs the light and then readmits it as it's flying away from you. You get to see it. So, so cool. So, um, does this just come in this particular caliber that you're holding here? No, we, we've actually got it in quite a few calibers. It's in all your standard handgun calibers, and we have it in a full metal jacket or a total metal jacket for just going to the range and shooting night matches, shooting in an indoor shooting range. It's really, really cool to see. It's very helpful for training, because if you're in an indoor shooting range and trying to help somebody shoot, you don't have to fire 10 rounds and then bring the target back and see what happened. You can real-time watch every round go down range and go into the target. So it, it's pretty amazing for that. Which also leads into the next application for it, which is much more serious, is our defensive line of ammunition. So at the SHOT Show this year, we've released our ops line as night ops. So it's a frangible, jacketed defensive round that has street technology on the rear. We also offer standard jacketed hollow points if you're not looking for a frangible one. What that does for you is, you know, most shootings, according to the statistics, happen in low light, nighttime situations like that. And with this, you get immediate visual feedback of where you're shooting. So obviously, get the best sight picture you can, be sure your target, and you know, fire when you deem it's necessary. But in that, you get to see where those bullets go, or where those bullets fly, sure. and, and just automatically you adjust yes. if you need to. So it'd be great if you watch, hit your target, one shot, and you're good. But if you missed, it's a hard situation, bad lighting, yeah. in and out of a vehicle, whatever, yeah. you get to make immediate corrections so that you can stop that threat and you know remove yourself from that situation. Absolutely, and the more accurate we are, I mean, of course, everything comes down to education and training, but the more accurate we are, the safer everybody is. So this is actually a, a safety ammunition. Absolutely. Right, okay, think about it that way. So for the folks at home that, you know, maybe they don't understand words like frangible, or maybe they hear hollow point and they go, hollow point, isn't that something bad? Can you kind of help unpack that a little bit? Okay, well, like, you're, what is you're, the reason that we have those? Your standard ball ammunition is for target practice for shooting, and it's very good at penetration. So it, it, it keeps going through a target and doesn't deposit all its energy in the target, so it can pass through like what sheet you... Rock and, like sheetrock and other mediums. So, 
hollow point ammunition is designed to, when it hits the target, to open up so that it stops in the target so it stops in what you meant to shoot yes. and not something behind that yes. and deposits all the energy into there to be effective. Yes. Frangible is the next step of that to where when it hits something harder than itself, it breaks up. So it will go into the target and open up and, and absolutely deposit all its energy into there. Yes. So it, it gives you the ability to hit and, and deliver energy to the target you want to, but it won't go through that target. And if you miss and you start hitting walls or other things, it will deposit its energy quickly, so it's much safer to where you don't have a, a 45 slug going through room after room after room in your house. Yes, exactly. And you might end up injuring the exact people that you're trying to protect, right? So that's that's wonderful. So I love that uh, it's called the streak. Streak ammo. <laughs> I love it. And um, night, uh, night Ops was the other one? Night Ops is our frangible defensive line that we added the streak technology to. Beautiful. And in our streak line, we have jacketed hollow points. So there's a kind of a, a good, better, best of you know, product lines you can get from us. Awesome. And how do people find this super cool glow-in-the-dark ammo? <laughs> well, we're in a few retailers. Um, you may have heard of them. They're like oh, Cabela's, oh, Bass just Pro, the little guys. Sportsman's Warehouse, <laughs> okay. Gander Mountain. So, that so you're, everywhere, yes, really. Yes, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's truly a, a hot product. We released Streak last year at the Shot Show, and it has taken off. So all of those big box stores have had tremendous success for it. The biggest problem we have now is they're out. Keeping it on they're the shelf. Keeping it on the shelf. So if you're not near one of those big stores, you can always go to ammoinc.com and purchase some directly from us and we can ship it to you. Unless you're in California, then you've got to go to your local dealer. Yes, and then maybe go to your legislator and work on that so that you would be able to in California. But anyway, I digress again. Um, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time. I know SHOT Show is, you know, the show of the season. Yes. There are people lined up here waiting to talk to you about this amazing product. And uh, I just appreciate you taking the time. Show us one last time that visual before we head out. All right, so when the gun goes off, you get the, the muzzle flash. So it charges up the projectile. Boom. And then it's glowing. Awesome. Flying away from you. You get to watch it the whole way. I love it. I love it. Thank you again so much. Tell folks again the name of the, the website. Ammo Inc. Ammo Dash Inc. Dot com. Ammo Dash Inc. I-N-C.com. <laughs> Mark Haydish. Thank, Thank you, you so much. See you back in Arizona. Of course. Much more coming at you from 2019 SHOT Show with Gun Freedom Radio. Stick around. You know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Cheryl Todd here coming at you from Gun Freedom Radio at the 2019 SHOT Show in fabulous Las Vegas. I keep saying it's fabulous. Is it fabulous? I've seen a lot of walls in here. I think it's fabulous. Okay. They say it's fabulous. And this <laughs> is the fabulous Trey Miller. Now Trey is ghost tactical. Like, I think that's all you need to say, right? right? You're almost like Cher. You're just ghost tactical. Most people just call just me ghost. ghost. Right? Everyone calls me ghost. So I love it. I got it. that one word name. You know? I love it. So, uh, Trey Miller, uh, what brings you to SHOT Show? Like, what was your main purpose coming here? And do you feel like you accomplished that? My main mission this year for coming was to 
get my information out and work with some companies about an operation training day. It's a project we've got going this year that we're trying to kind of break down barriers and, and, and fix the misconceptions of what training is. And we want people out there to be self, you know, self-preservation is a big thing and be a warrior and help the community be safer. And a lot of people think that training is tactical and they don't understand that there's tourniquet training, first aid training, active shooter, you know, force on force, things that can make you safer and protect other people in the, in the community. So you want to go all over the country where you got people like Rob Pincus and Clint Smith and Shoot and Move and James Yeager and uh, Bill Rogers. I'll be in Georgia in March for Bill Rogers for a week. And we're going to take them and say, look, these are the big dogs, and here's what you're going to get for the training. But also, we're going to go to some local people that might cost 50 bucks for a two-hour class and say there's value here as well. If you can't afford these, go get training somewhere to help yourself be safer. So that's what we did here, and um, the goals that we wanted, we met Tuesday afternoon. So this week, and I don't know if the vibe for everybody else is the same, but uh, for myself, this was the best shot show I've ever been attended, and it was amazing. The vibe was great. Yeah. The, the industry, I think, even had record sales, they said. Some of them were talking about some of the stuff they've had. Yeah. But for me, it was the experience, the vibe. I heard a lot more 2A stuff being talked about this week, which was really cool. I, you know, I got to spend some time with Maj and Brandon with FPC and, and Alan Gottlieb and all these people that are like at the forefront of the fight. And hearing them, I actually got to meet with Timothy Knight, who's a uh, board member of the NRA, and he and I had a very candid discussion, and it was wonderful, it was beautiful. So I was really happy to see that it's not just an industry show, but maybe there's the essence of two-way coming back into us. So that was really, really nice to see as well. See, that's so important because in a lot of ways, those are two different things, right? So there's the whole equipment piece, and then there is the rights and the constitutional piece. And there are people, you know, it's interesting, my daughter, when she was, I don't know, probably still in high school, pointed out to me that, mom, people can be pro 2A and, and gun agnostic, mm -hmm. right? And that was such a light bulb for me because in our world we have the gun store, AZ Firearms, and then you know all this uh, work that we do with the DC Project and you know try to protect our rights. That to me they were so enmeshed that I was kind of forgetting that, and that causes us to talk a little bit too much inside baseball, and, and we leave people out of the discussion. I think a lot of people that are in our shoes that are obviously gun people, but we're also Second Amendment activists, not necessarily advocates, but activists. Yes. And I think there's a distinction between the two. We do think, and we all kind of put it into one thing, but there are a lot of people, and I did a video a few weeks ago, and I said, <coughs> excuse me, I hate the word FUD. I despise that word now because our community are actually segregating within ourselves and we we may not understand why people don't care about guns except for two months of the year, but they're still gun people. We may not understand what Maj is doing in the inner city. I don't understand that, but they're gun people. We don't understand the different compartments, but all together we can come together and say we all are gun people. We all love guns. We, at least we respect the Second Amendment. Yeah. So instead of fighting, yeah. to the outside, they're looking at us going, these guys can't even get along with themselves. It's easy. And so I think there's a lot of people that do. You know, for us, it's, it is all in one. But there's a, a large section of our community that I think it, that cannot just combine those. It's either you're a gun person or you're 2A. And I think that there has to be a little bit of both maybe. And I think maybe too much of one is bad, but maybe a little bit of both or every, everything is wonderful. No, I, I love how, how you said that. Um, but for those uh, listening at home who've never heard the term FUD, right. like what, what does that refer to? <laughs> okay, so the, the term FUD refers to Elmer Fudd, right? the hunter. Right. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people look at the NRA, and I, and I am not an NRA supporter at this time, but after talking to Tim, there are maybe some avenues sure. that, you know, with the ILA doing what they're doing, you know, publicly, there are some things that are going on behind the scenes that I wasn't privy to. Sure. And I said, I understand that. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm going to go back, but I understand that there's a pathway that maybe for other people that are like myself that understand that, you know, FPC, SAF, GOA, NRA, we, we need all of them in the fight together with a common goal. And, and so I think that, that was really nice having conversations with all of them to sit there and say, okay, for myself, I can see a roadway to where there's some good coming. 
but Elmer Fudd is the uh, term used for hunters that yes. may only care about their guns for two months of the year, don't care about the second amendment. As long as the, the government doesn't come after their shotguns, they don't care about the 2A. And I don't think that's right. Yeah. I don't think that we should be calling names, you know, that tactical, we have the Fudd, we have this. Well, yeah. we're gun people. Yeah. In, in essence, we're all gun yeah. people. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with getting some tactical training. That's right. Why not, right? That's right. But maybe just don't stop there. And, exactly. and the tactical people, don't be looking down your nose at other people. So I've done a show in the past called Sibling Rivalry where I was trying to unpack some of this. Why, why is this group mad at that group? Aren't we all focused on the same things, right? And uh, so when I do hear us denigrating one another, it, it really boils my blood. It really bothers me because how are you ever gonna invite new people in when they peek in the door and they're like, you guys are one crazy family right. who can't even get along. Like you said, I'm not going in there. Right. No thanks. Well, and you look at what you guys are doing with the Gun Rights Policy Conference and with AMCON, and that's something that I wish more people would attend. It's in Phoenix this year, guys. Mm -hmm. And what I love about the GRPC is every year it moves from somewhere that's pro-gun to somewhere that may not be anti, but it's definitely not pro-gun. And so you're trying to expose the Gun Rights Policy Conference to other people. But I think as a whole, as a, as a whole nation, we're never going to change the 10% that are full anti-gun. Mm -hmm. They're never going to change the minds of the people on the far right they're saying I'm pro-gun to death Correct. but there's 80% of America that are at least open to a discussion but if they see the inner fighting why would they come join they us? Wouldn't. A, a, a sane person would not right. um, and so I wish that we could become more like let's say the, the armed forces right so you're gonna hear a Navy guy totally ripping on that's right a, a Marine. Marine that's right, and I'll, right? And I'll rip right back on them exactly that's right, that's right. but it's done uh, in humor mm -hmm. Right? It's done in a way that, that you know, you get each other, but if, if we need protected, you're shoulder to shoulder. You're both going to do what you need to do. We need to become more like that. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't tell the truth and we can't point out when something is wrong or, or being done incorrectly, but I just think we have to use a little bit more maybe tact. Right? I think I think that exactly. And I think what we can do also is, and I'll take the same analogy with within the armed forces. I can rip on an army guy, an air force guy, or a navy guy. They can call us marines crayon eaters or whatever, and that's it is okay. But if someone who's not a veteran tries to rip on a veteran, oh yeah, you got all of us coming after you. <laughs> right. So the same thing in the gun community. You can call us a fuck. You can call us tactical. You can call us this, that, and the other. But if you're not a gun person, you come attack us, we should all have that band of brothers and say, Right. Yeah, right. that's my brother over there. That's right. He might be an estranged stepbrother, right. but he's still a brother. Right. You know? Right. We I think we uh, we are so attacked from the other side that we are on the defensive so much that then it's too easy to maintain that same posture towards each other. And I, I wish we could be more proactive. Rather than reactive. I actually, I was talking with G. Webbs and someone on a show about a month ago, and I, I just I said, I said, why don't we, we have the assault weapons man of 94 for the 10-year, but, but what people don't realize is they said the NRA did that. Well, the NRA did do that. What they don't realize is that was a compromise because they were going after every single semi-automatic weapon behind the scenes, and we had to give them something. We knew it was a 10-year window, and it'd probably just go away. But here's the thing. I said, why don't we, instead of being the attack all the time, why don't we go and say we have a Republican Senate, we have a Republican president, and right now it looks like we have the Supreme Court that tend to view things maybe a little bit more conservatively. We're hoping. Why don't we go and say, look, if you think that our numbers that we preach to you every day are wrong, then let's make a deal like we did in 94. Mm -hmm. Give us five years. We're going to take all NFA items away for five years. The 4473 is gone for mm. five years. And if crime rates go skyrocketing, mm -hmm. then come back at us and we'll put crime uh, gun control back on the table. Mm -hmm. But if it's not, it's gone forever. Right. 
Right. They won't do Wouldn't that. That'd be interesting. But here's the thing: let them say no to that, because yeah. you know they will. Yeah. Let them say no, because then you attack the no. Why are you so worried? Yeah. Are you saying that our numbers are correct? Right. Are you admitting that we're right? Right. Either way, they say yes or no. It works as, and I wish people would start thinking, like you said, let's go on the offensive here and force down their throat. Let's repeal the 4473. Let's get HR 38. Let's get the HPA back. Let's go after the NFA and just get rid of it and say. We are a safe society when we have guns. We are all normal, everyday citizens, responsible gun owners, and do not reflect upon us because there's a few evil people in this world. There's evil everywhere. Right. You know. So people get nervous when we start talking like that. They do. Get rid of the NFA. Are you crazy? We don't want to sound like, you know, crazy people to the other side. But the other side is not afraid to make the big ask. They are constantly making the big ask. And they go boldly in the direction they want to go, fearlessly. Because they know we'll compromise, at least give them something. Exactly. And uh, we've got to shift that dynamic. And really, everything comes down to what you and I do. We have to reach out to our legislators. We have to tell them they are our representatives. How do they represent us if we don't tell them personally ourselves? That's right. Uh, recently, I was having a conversation with someone on Facebook because they were mad at the NRA. And I'm like, well, okay, you can be mad at the NRA, but before I will take you seriously pointing fingers, what did you do? What have you done? Right? And so the response was, and, and I, it was a light bulb moment. I was so glad that, that this person shared this with me. They said, why am I paying my dues for the NRA if I have to now pick up the phone myself? And I was like, if that one person thinks that, then gazillions of people think that. And we have become complacent. And we are trying to abdicate our personal responsibility. So I was recently using a Michael Jordan analogy. So Michael Jordan played on a great team, right? The team's the NRA, right? right. But he still had to train himself and work himself to get the ball down the field where it needed to go. That's right. Right? We need both things. That's right. No, I 100% agree. And and if you're not, and and I'm one of them. I'm one that October 1st, 2017, I decided at that point when I saw the joint statement with Chris Cox and Wayne LaPierre saying we need the, the uh, ATF to look at bump stocks. Right. I thought that was a betrayal. Sure. And I said, I'm out. Yeah. I'm I out. Understand that. And and I'm still out right now. But having talked with a good friend of mine is a board member, Julie Golub. I mm-hmm. love Julie. She's a dear friend. Yes. And then Tim Knight talked to me yesterday yes. for 45 minutes. And he explains some of the stuff. Yes. And there are things going on within the yes. NRA that we don't know about. Yes. There are board members that refuse to go vote. There are board members that refuse to show up. Right. Well, that's how we change the NRA. Yes. Let's get board members on there that want to be active, that want yes. to be part of the solution. Yes. Because most of the voting people, if you, if you give your money to the NRA, you're not just giving your ideas and your rights to the NRA to do it. No. You're supporting a group that can help, but you still have to do your part. You still have to do your part. And we can get mad at them. Oh, sure. And, and if they sure. aren't communicating well to us, then, you know, you can't blame us for getting mad. That's right. But again, it goes back to that, do we have to, you know, do we have to go into the sibling rivalry that just serves the other side? So it's all a learning process. We're all trying to, you know, do the best we can with the ever-changing landscape. <laughs> and it does. Every with. day is changing. It is. It is. But uh, um, they are doing good work, uh, the NRA. I, I was privy to some behind-the-scenes stuff over the course of this um, time here at SHOT Show myself that even, you know, it's like, I believe this, but then when I heard some other things, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. I think my belief is in sound hands. Um, but it's hard. It, it gets hard sometimes. It's hard to trust such a large organization. Like you said, it's... Right. And no. they can't tip their hand. They can't tell. If they're telling us, they're telling everybody. That's right. That's right. right. That's so right. Uh, anyway, well, we will. I will let you go because yeah. I've kept you much longer no, you're than fine. I expected. I'm sorry. For, I'm, I'm long-winded. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and me too. So anyway, thank you so much. Oh, I thank really you, Cheryl. appreciate it. It was great getting to know you this week, and I look forward to work with you for a long time. Well. This is amazing. So before we go out, uh, Trey Miller, 
ghost, ghost tactical. Tell folks how they can follow you and uh, and maybe participate in this Operation Training Day. Yeah, we're everywhere. I mean, the easiest way is go to our website, www.ghosttacticalproductions.com. And all of our social media links are down there. We do a live show every Tuesday night that will bring people on to talk firearm stuff. I do a, uh, a podcast every two weeks called the Armed Citizen Podcast, where we talk about what everyone's idea of what the armed citizen is and, and different things. So we do all sorts of stuff, obviously reviews and all that, but we try to do every second matters every year, uh, every month as well. So uh, get involved, and we're asking everybody. We're in a war for our rights right now. If you're out there and you want to be part of the fight, all it takes is a cell phone to go and make a video Create a channel on YouTube or GunStreamer.com. Yes. GunStreamer.com, the yes. only two-way platform out there. But go get be part of the solution. Get Turn your cameras on. The more warriors we get in our fight, they're going to start seeing a wave and say, hey, remember 2013 after Sandy Hook? Mm -hmm. they, they came after the AR, and we said, not today, and they backed off. Mm -hmm. We need that again, guys. Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going to happen in the next two years, the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. We've got to start the war now. Absolutely. Some some horrible tragedy happens because somebody misuses their rights right. and uh, we all lose our spines. That's right. And we can we can be empathetic. That's right. Right? And we can also be strong with That's what right. we believe because our children and our children's children are counting on us in this generation to do what we can do to preserve the rights to pass along to them. Well said. I can I can say my better than so. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you too. All right. Check her out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Trey Miller, Ghost Tactical. Stick around. Lots more coming up from 2019 Shot Show with Gun Freedom Radio. Suicide is absolutely the worst part of the fire, right? Because the media sensationalizes mass shootings, and that's really not as 
and then there's suicide. For example, October 1, 59 people died. Las Vegas, right over here. Yes, yes. We lose 58 people, an average of 58 people to suicide in a day. We have an October 1 every single day. So working together with the mental community, I think that we can find ways to mitigate that. Um, give people a place to go, safe spaces, right? Where you can go and if you're going through a bad time, go have your guns stored in a range or in a friend's house. And states that permit it. So that's how we're going to do that. Also, cast a wide net so you can catch some of these people early. Um, Mental Health America is an organization that I work with, they're near and dear to me. Uh, they have a concept called the Four Stage Four, I'm wearing it on this pin right now. Uh, the idea is that you catch people early enough to where they don't have the issue later on, right? So. Fantastic. That is so vital and so important. And so, you know, we have all in our lives gone through hills and valleys. And when we're in the valley, I think that's when we kind of go into our bunker and we don't want to share with even our close friends that we're going through a rough time. I think men maybe struggle with that more than women, but I think we all go through it. And so then to be able to have an organization that you just go on your website and you can take a, a private, confidential, uh, kind of like, where am I in life, right? It's kind of a survey and it kind of kicks back a, a, a uh, synopsis for you to let you know it's like you know what you're doing okay or you might be struggling with a little depression maybe that's why you don't feel so great every morning and that's why you feel tired all the time right and it's not like a label slapped across your forehead it's like a, oh it's a it's not even a diagnosis it's just kind of like a suggestion and then you've partnered with uh, the mental health America and there's an avenue right there here's some people that you can yeah, and what I love about Mental Health America is they don't take a stance on firearms. They stay neutral. They're Switzerland. I love right? it. I mean, that's... Who is Switzerland nowadays on firearms? These <laughs> yeah. people are amazing. Right. You need to know that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that was one of the things that I was drawn to when I found their position paper 72 was, look, we fight for the rights of people that may have mental health problems, okay? Like, they don't... The way they look at it is... Everybody has their rights. You shouldn't be ashamed. You should be able to fight in the open. You should be able to come out and say, I suffer from PTSD. I'm not violent. Because what people need to understand is less than 5% of uh, people that battle mental health or have mental health issues will do something violent to somebody else. Most of the time, it's done to them because people don't understand. So it's a very, very small fraction. Most people hurt themselves. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to mitigate trauma and suicide, crisis, all the things that come with it. I love it. And you know, so many people kind of say, you know, somebody ought to do something, right? And they kind of put it out there and they think, well, maybe there should be a government program or maybe somebody else is responsible for this. But you took it on yourself and you said somebody ought to do something and I'm the somebody. And I really admire you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's important to me because there's so many good people in our industry. Uh, there's, there's, there's ways that we can help without litigation. We don't have to get into that stuff. We don't have to play identity politics, which is going to be the death of our country, by the way. But, you know, we can, we can just work on the programs and policies that help have an open dialogue so we can educate the other side that doesn't understand us and then come back together and make things right. I love it. So tell folks, please, how can they follow what you're doing? How can they take that survey that I mentioned? How can they get involved and maybe support uh, your nonprofit, Walk the Talk America? Well, you can go to walktotalkamerica.org. You can go to wtta.org. We've been giving out these bands. We have them in the school systems. Uh, we have, we've been giving them out at SHOT Show. You can take that anonymous free screening, right, at wtta.org forward slash love. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter at Walk the Talk US. Yes. And you know, on there you can see some of the policies and programs that we support and then you can help us in our mission by supporting. We, we love money because that's what keeps yes. us operating, but yes. we also love resources. Yes. So if there's any way you can help, just chip in. And and, and so often it really does come down to manpower, right? I mean, money is amazing. We do need it to operate in any of the organizations we're in, but we do also need people who have a specific, maybe they can connect you with someone else, or maybe they can you know, help actually be a human being that someone else can connect with. And that is really what makes all the difference. One person speaking.
medication. That's Absolutely. what we want. Absolutely. Yeah. And depression, mental health, all of those things, it doesn't pick a side of, of the aisle, of the political aisle. It affects all of us the same. It is an equal opportunity um, offender. It, <laughs> yes, exactly. And we need to make everyone aware that we're, we're one degree away from it. No matter what, I haven't met anyone that says we don't have a family member, or a brother, or whatever. And, and it needs to be something. It's like for me, it's like PE, physical education. Yep. Grew up your whole life, right? You yep. Gain a little weight, you know, yep. you got to lose it. You go to the gym. We got to start thinking about our minds like that. We got to start understanding the way it works. Uh, for me, it needs to be everything. Absolutely. My degrees are in psychology, and one of my teachers used to say, "You got to have your annual checkup from the neck up." Right? That's awesome. <laughs> so it's one wonderful having a chance to connect with you. You have come out of the gates, did you say July? Right? What month is this? February. And you have just grown leaps and bounds. You've connected with thousands of people. You are already changing lives. And I just I want to help any way I can. I want to get the message out. I want to stand proudly next to you and tell people go to walkinthetalkamerica.org and check out where it is that you can tap into that. You might be the person that needs help. You might be the person that can offer help. Every single person out there can be a part of this incredible movement and help to just make America the healthiest place we can be and get those checkups from the neck up. Michael Sodini, thank you so much for all you're doing. All right, stick around. We got tons more coming at you from 2019 SHOT Show on Gun Freedom Radio. Holy cow, what incredible people we had a chance to connect with, Dan. And, uh, you know, I, we don't have time for like a full-on commentary. Um. <laughs> wow. Well, but you have something that, that you really wanted to kind of unpack out of your brain. Yes, I need to, because this is not really a commentary. This is uh, not too calm about it all. You know, you keep hearing the government say that 85% of Americans want background checks. They keep putting that in your head. And I got to thinking about it, and I was, you know, I got a three-year-old grandbaby. I mean, she's f almost four now, right? Where is she four? She is four, She Papa. is four, okay. <laughs> she's anyway, a big girl. So if I tell her, if I ask her, so what would you like for breakfast? What would you like for lunch? And what would you like for dinner? You know what she'd say to me? cookies mm. she wants cookies now if you interviewed a whole bunch of kids that were between the age of three and four and ask them what they want for lunch dinner and breakfast they'd all say i want cookies right so who doesn't I, want cookies <laughs> and we know the nutritional value is not there in cookies that kids need to they're not educated they don't know that cookies are not good for them morning night and day okay okay so when the government says that 85% of Americans want background checks, first of all, I think they're looking in areas that people are going to be positive towards that. That's the only people they're going to interview. Mm -hmm. But second, they're not educated. Mm. I'm sorry, but there is no way that it would work out. 85% okay. of Americans don't really know what effects would happen with the background check. So it's just a matter of... You know, they, they don't know what they don't know. They just know that I want to feel safer. I want to feel safe. Right? right? And we think that feeling safer means that somebody's got to do something and the somebody's the government and the something is more laws. Right. And I, I would like to challenge anyone to sit there and tell me how is the background check going to benefit us in the future? Yeah. And just show me. Just ask that one question. I, I think tell you're me. on to something. Yep. All right. So, and if, if we had James Brown here right now, what would he say? Oh, you're the good one at that. No. <laughs> I, I, I can't I, even I, do it. I, she, I'll, I'll imitate Cheryl doing James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
kind of a throat clearing. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little lame. Little, I can't get it. I'm no James Brown. All right. Well, we've got to close up. And until next time, I, I just thank you so much. All of our listeners, all of our guests, all of our tech crew that come together to, to make this show what it is and continue talking around your dinner tables and your carpools. And uh, we appreciate you so much. And, and until we get to meet again, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. All of them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dan. All of them. Well, we know where that's going, Cheryl. <laughs> Even the ones you don't like. You're, you know you're pushing it. Especially the ones you don't like. Be good to each other. Have a great week. And God bless. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.